holding was coffee machine after coffee machine. <laughs> I hope this is not the anticipation of the homily that I just returned from a meeting with all the bishops of the United States together annually in November in Baltimore, and uh, I'm always renewed by that gathering, just to be with those who do the same things that you do. Uh, we can talk to each other in a unique way and share our experiences, and it's just it's very helpful. I came back very renewed and refreshed. That's my prayer for all of you today. And you gather together as catechists, as teachers, and formators. And I think there's something real special uh, about being together, uh, of knowing that Jesus' promise is true, and he will be with us always. But to know that, that we help each other. We're here to help each other carry out the work that entrusted to us. So, dear friends, prayers that this is a day of great renewal for all of you. What a perfect way to begin. I'm so glad to begin the day with Mass. To be enlightened by God's holy word and strengthened with his body and blood. The gifts we all must rely upon in order to carry out the mandate given to us. Next week we celebrate Thanksgiving. And so in that spirit and in a very sincere and heartfelt way, I express deep gratitude to all of you. Thank you so much for what you do each and every day. You offer your gifts and your time and your talents and your efforts to help teach, to help proclaim the good news, helping others to be drawn ever closer to the Lord. You are a gift to our diocese, you are a gift to the church, and heartfelt gratitude to all of you this day. We heard in the gospel today a beautiful mandate that Jesus gave to his disciples and to us. Go out. Go out to all the nations and make disciples. It's a reminder that to all of us who belong to Christ in and through our baptism, that's the mandate given to each one of us. Not to stay comfortable, not to stay where we are, but to go out. Go out preaching the good news. Go out making disciples. Followers of Jesus Christ. And as catechists, as teachers, as formators, you share that responsibility in a very unique way, which I'd like to reflect upon today. For our reflection, I'd just like you to think about three words. Think about the words personal, impressing, and perseverance. Personal. Today I would like you to reflect upon the call you have received. Jesus has chosen you. He's called you by name. He has given you a special privilege and responsibility as formators of our faith. I want you to, in the midst of today, where you will hear many good talks, good workshops, share best practices, all are so important. But I hope you find just a few minutes today, if you can, just for a little bit of silence. To reflect upon that the Lord has chosen And to remember what it was like when you first heard that call in a real way that made you step out and say, well, I'm going to do something about it. And I'm going to offer my service. <laughs> 
remembered what that, that zeal, that joy that I felt like. And to pray to God today that you renew in that. You reclaim it. You rejoice in knowing you have been chosen. Personal in, in another way. We know catechesis uh, comes from the Greek, which means oral instruction. Instruction. And that is what is asking that you be able to articulate the faith we profess in a beautiful and clear way, without any compromise, the gospel and the teachings of our faith in all of its beauty. So that brings a requirement to all of you. Personally, you have to continue your own ongoing formation. Learning and reading, constantly studying, it's ongoing. You who are sent to teach must be learners also. Personal in this way, too. Your theme is missionary disciples, living as missionary disciples. Living as missionary disciples. So what you teach, of course, is essential and so important. But we know that your credibility will be found to the extent that you incorporate those teachings in your personal life. That people see your joy. That people see your serenity. That people see your goodness and compassion. Because here's the goal, isn't it? That someone comes up to us and says, I want what you have. I want that joy. Where do you find that joy? And we're able to say, only in Christ. Only in relationship Christ and faithfulness to his gospel. That's the joy. Pray for the gift to be that living witness, that living example. Preston. So, the need to teach the truth and the joy of the gospel is necessary more than ever. It's pressing. If we read Carol reports and other studies that tell us the percentages and the numbers of people who are leaving our faith, uh, who are abandoning it, even after receiving sacraments like confirmation and marriage, it's depressing. But we are people of faith, and we do not despair in the midst of such news. We do something about it. But dear friends, there must be a sense of, of urgency. Just recently in our diocese, the Catholic Distance University honored Father Robert Spritzer, a very well-known author and writer. He says that the teaching of the truth of the gospel requires not abandoning, but radical surgery. Radical surgery. And what he says are two of the most pressing needs, and I really do encourage you, if you have not read some of his most recent articles, to do so. Robert Spritzer, Father Robert Spritzer. He, uh, he says two of the most pressing needs are these in articulated faith, especially for millennials and young people. He says there is this understanding, a false understanding, in the minds of many, that because science is truth, faith is myth. 
And he said, that's probably the most pressing need right now. How we in our catechesis, in our teaching, convey to our students who are told so many untruths that the two do not contradict each other. That there's an order, a beautiful order, to creation. And God is the source of it. And to the extent that we help them to bring together faith and reason, we will advance in our articulation of the faith. Father Scripture says this is probably the most pressing need right now. The other, he says, of course, is relativism. Right? Everything comes down to opinion. Because I say so, it is. It's my opinion. And so how important it is to talk about what truth is, what natural law is in all of our teachings. And the third, Father Spencer says, is this understanding, misunderstanding that there's no relationship between suffering and love. That people, especially millennials and young people, experience suffering in their own lives, heavy crosses, and they see this suffering in our world. And they say, well, how is that compatible with love? We know that the cross is redemptive. We know that Jesus took on all the suffering in the world and proved victorious. And that our God of love is present to us, especially in our time of need. So those three areas, I agree with Father Spritzer. In addition to everything else we teach the students, we have to hit these questions. They can hit the head on prepare our students to go out and answer those questions to all those who are challenging. It's probably going to be a great service that we can give. And third, perseverance. Because this is not easy work. And I am sure, dear friends, you can try so hard. Sometimes you not always get the reaction, the enthusiasm, <laughs> The acceptance that you would so much desire, and it can be frustrating. And the evil one wants you to be frustrated. Because if you get too frustrated, you'll give up, and you'll stop trying, and the evil one wins. So God says, as a, someone who was a teacher at one time, and like all of you, every one of you here has had this experience where a former student comes up to you years and years after you have them in class, and they say, I will never forget when you said, when you taught, or when you explained, it changed my life. And we're like, I said that? <laughs> <laughs> right? And that's God's way of reminding you that all those seeds you plant every day, those tireless efforts, no matter what the responses you receive, God will never allow those seeds to be planted in vain. God will use them in mysterious and miraculous ways and at times you can never even imagine. That's God's promise to us. And God is faithful to his promises. 
we believe that, dear friends, we will persevere each every day of our lives. And so as we are sustained and strengthened today with the gift of the Holy Eucharist, we pray that in a very personal and intimate way, we recall and rejoice in knowing that God has chosen us. And that we go forth today with a sense of urgency in the proclamation of teaching the gospel because the needs are pressing. And with the help of Mary, our mother, and the grace of her son, that we will persevere in the mandate that has been given to us. As Jesus says, go out and make disciples in your parishes, in this diocese, and throughout the world. 